0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: Now you see, Paul knew that for faith to work for you, you've got to release it. Just like money in your pocket, if it's gonna buy something for you, you've got to release it. It won't buy a loaf of bread and you holding on to it and keeping it in your pocket. Faith won't get you a thing. You can have a heart full of faith and it won't get you a thing unless you release it, unless you Put it to use, unless you turn it loose.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching the ABCs of Bible faith. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. You
1: could open your Bibles to the uh, 11th chapter of Hebrews. These are scriptures that we have been looking at and then we'll add to it. Now in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, the first verse says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. So we talked at the beginning of the week for some time on the subject of what faith is. Now, of course, we did not exhaust the subject. We could have taught all the week just on that one thought and still not have exhausted the subject. But we wanted to go on and so therefore we just, uh, actually, I, I just don't have any outline, so to speak. I have some notes written down. I have paid very little attention to them, to tell you the truth about the matter. I just trust the Holy Ghost to bring up out of the inside of me whatever he wants for that particular service. And that's the way we go. Then the sixth verse of this same 11th chapter said, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh unto God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him and so without faith it's impossible to please him if God demands we have faith and he does this verse says so if he demands that I have faith when it's impossible then I have a right to challenge his justice but you see he not only tells us that we must have faith but he tells us how to get faith he tells us how faith comes Romans 10, 17 said, so then faith cometh. Well, how does it come? By hearing. Now, folks usually try to get it every other way except the way God said get it. Some folks will try to get it by praying. Some folks will try to get faith by fasting. Some folks will try to get faith by getting somebody else to pray for them. But that's not the way you do it. You can't find any scripture in the Bible that says it. The Bible said, so then faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Well, if it came any other way, then that would be a lie. And the Bible is not a lie. It's a truth, isn't it? Amen. Now say it out loud. So then faith cometh by hearing. So then faith cometh by hearing. Say it again. So then faith cometh by hearing. One more time. So then faith cometh by hearing. Amen. Hearing what? word of God so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God and so we talked for some time about how faith comes now then if we know what faith is and we know how to get it we're two-thirds home we're two-thirds there but you see we got to know how to use our faith we must know how to turn our faith loose we must know how to release our faith and so at the moment, that's what we're talking about is how to use your faith, how to release your faith, how to turn your faith loose. Now, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now then, how do you turn your faith loose? Well, we, in teaching, made reference to how to get faith for healing and we used as a scriptural illustration the 14th chapter of Acts. And in the 7th verse of the 14th chapter of Acts, it said, And there, they, there is Lystra and Derbe, and the cities that lieth around about. And they refers to Paul and Barnabas. And there they preach the gospel. Now, the 8th verse of the 14th chapter of Acts tells us that at Lystra, There sat by a man impotent in his feet, crippled from his mother's womb, who had never walked. The ninth verse said, The same, the crippled man, heard Paul speak. Then it went on to say, Who Paul, steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. He had faith to be healed. The man was healed on his own faith. He had faith to be healed. But yet he's still sitting there crippled, isn't he? He's got faith to be healed. The Bible said so. But he's still sitting there crippled. Now, you see, Paul knew that for faith to work for you, you've got to release it. Just like money in your pocket. If it's going to buy something for you, you've got to release it. It won't buy a loaf of bread and you holding on to it and keeping it in your pocket. Faith won't get you a thing. You can have a heart full of faith and it won't get you a thing unless you release it, unless you put it to use, unless you turn it loose. Well, how do you release your faith? How do you turn your faith loose? Two ways, by word and action, and word even is action, isn't it? notice that Paul said to this man, he perceived that he had faith to be healed. Now, if he doesn't have faith to be healed, it wouldn't do him a bit of good in the world to act. But he's got faith to be healed. So Paul said, stand upright on thy feet. And when he acted his faith, the healing was manifested. Praise God. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ, in speaking on the subject of faith, and thank God he spoke on the subject of faith, In the 11th chapter of Mark's gospel, and in the 23rd verse, Jesus says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, believe where? In his heart. That those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So here Jesus says that one way that you release your faith is by saying with your mouth what you believe in your heart. Now run with me real quickly to the 10th chapter of the book of Romans. Notice Romans the 10th chapter, the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th verses. Notice the 8th verse first. But what saith it, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Let's stop and look at that for a moment. Paul said then that what I'm preaching, the gospel that I'm preaching, The word of God that I'm preaching is the word of faith. It's called the word of faith. Why is it called the word of faith? Because faith comes by hearing that word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now I want you to notice that he said for that faith to work for you though, it must not only be in your heart, it must be in your mouth. But what saith it, he said? But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Your heart here is your spirit. Not talking about the physical organ. You couldn't have faith in your physical organ, the heart, any more than you could have faith in the physical organ, your ear, or your nose, or your toe. No, when the Bible speaks of the heart here, he's speaking of the center of man's being, the heart of his being, which is spirit. Paul said, I pray God, and he starts with the very heart of man. I pray, God, your whole spirit... Then he comes to the outside. Your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Son of Man, or the Lord Jesus Christ. So, he said, The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Then he goes on in the ninth and 10th verses to illustrate how it works. He said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, it wouldn't do any good to confess Jesus as Lord. See, the King James said, confess the Lord Jesus. The margin said, Jesus as Lord. It wouldn't do you any good to confess Jesus as Lord, even your Lord, if you didn't believe he was raised from the dead. And you could confess that without believing he's raised of the dead. But it wouldn't mean a thing in the world. It wouldn't mean any more than snapping your finger or, or blinking your eye. Wouldn't mean a thing in the world. You see, that faith has to be both places, in your heart and in your mouth. And a lot of folks are saying a lot of things. Uh, but, uh, but it's got to be in your heart, not just in your mouth. And so... He said, For that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus as Lord, and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's the confession that saves. Now notice the 10th verse. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, Righteousness here doesn't always mean that every time, but here in this place, it means right standing with God. And so with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. That is, man believes that he's in right standing with God. Why does he believe that? Because the word of God tells us that Jesus died for our sins, according to the scripture. That him who knew no sin, was made to be sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. And that he not only died, but that he was raised from the dead. The scripture said he arose for our justification. He died for our sins. He arose for our justification. Now the same Greek word that's translated righteous is also translated just many translation reads that he was raised for our righteousness instead of saying justification because the same greek words used in both cases and so then, he was raised for our righteousness. What does that mean, he was raised for our righteousness? He was raised that we might be set right with God. That's the thing that sets us right with God is what Jesus did, not what I did, not what you did. And so you believe that, see, with the, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. With the heart he believes that, but that's not all of it then he must confess it. With the mouth, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
1: We have a special, special product that uh, for a gift of $29 or more, it is six CDs by my dad, Call the ABC's of Bible faith. This is a yes. tremendous tremendous deal. It's the basics of faith and you And know, no one could teach it like your dad. No, nobody could teach it so like simple. dad. Could. So simple. So yes. go right now and, and 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 order that right now.
0: Call toll free 1-888-FAITH99. You can also order online at org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on the ABCs of Bible faith. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.